Hello and welcome to the Learning to Mum podcast, a podcast dedicated to talking all things being a mum and all things being a female. The latter I feel much more qualified to talk about. I'm passionate about the honest accounts, the raw reality and all the highs and lows that come with motherhood. So welcome to this podcast hosted by me, Kelly Beaumont. I'm so grateful to have you listening to me today. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to season three, episode three of the Learning to Mum podcast. How lovely to be back recording another little episode for your ears. Um, I had a bit of time this morning and I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to do a cheeky little recording. Um, And I was thinking, what could I possibly talk about that would be um, relevant? and like in keeping with this podcast uh and like you skim through these topics and you're thinking i just recently gave a bit of an update like i've gone ages without speaking to you all and then i've done an update and then if i didn't another update like how much has actually changed um so i wanted to come at you with like a specific topic uh to speak about and that's exactly what i'm going to do today i haven't done any prep because if i did any prep that would be so against the grain. Um, so I've figured in the spirit of um, continuity, we would go for an unprepped episode. I'm just gonna hit pause for a second because I'm just applying some uh, tinted moisturizer and I can already see a line appearing because I'm trying to avoid my AirPods. And I don't necessarily think that's a great look. So just bear with me a sec. And I'm back. And I realise that I need not signpost such instances to you because, I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell, I'm sure, if I just hit pause and then came back again. Uh, So again, just another example of where this podcast is fairly different to other podcasts you may listen to um, because I often have no idea what I'm doing. Just talking and, and hoping for the best. Anyway, let's scoot swiftly on I don't have too much of an update to give other than Ophelia has moved up a class in nursery she's now up to the next age group and she's adjusted really really well like really well the way that they transitioned at nursery like it's super quick that's like the week before there's a couple of settling in sessions uh, like little half days and then full days and yeah, then this week she's she's gone in full time and she is absolutely loving it. Like really, really loving it. I didn't think it was possible for her to love nursery staff more than she did <clears throat> in her original class. And, I, and I'm not sure she necessarily will, or me. Um, I'm so like <clears throat> in awe of how when Ophelia was like, excuse me, <clears throat> when Ophelia was eight months old, how they took her in. And I'm going to have to pause because you don't need to hear me coughing. Bear with me. And we're back. Yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't think it was possible for me to love nursery nurses any more than I did when Ophelia at eight months old went to nursery. And they just made me feel so, like, they made me feel so 
like comfortable because Ophelia was so content and yeah anyway and I'm not sure I ever will love nursery nurses as much as I love her first nursery nurses just because of, of that particular like scenario however she is having just the best best time and I think it's quite evident that she was super ready for this next move and that's coming through like in abundance now that she's there in terms of she is like really done overdone at the end of the day more so than she was in her previous class she's clearly very stimulated she's seems to be doing so many more like activities because I guess in that first group they're catering to like a really young age demographic so Ophelia was like getting to be the the eldest and and subsequently the most kind of advanced in her development and I think it was just getting to a point where like a lot of children were learning from Ophelia but Ophelia didn't necessarily have anyone that she was learning from in terms of like next stage development and, and and things like that so now that she's in a class where she is the youngest she's kind of looking around and seeing what these bigger children do and she's kind of absorbing it like a sponge she just is a sponge and I think that that's the case with with most children like this morning I was uh, holding my breakfast bowl whilst eating and then she mimicked exactly what I was doing and it's just little things like that like you're not encouraging them to copy but just part of their learning is 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 to do exactly that so it, it's been absolutely immense for her and equally I think both me and Charles have noticed like a real change in her speech like that seems to be coming on a lot more even in the space of a week so and and also when I picked her up from nursery yesterday, I have never seen her react like that. Like she's usually pretty happy to see us, but yesterday she was elated um, and didn't want to rush off. Like it was almost like she was an adult, like she was stood there listening to what the nursery um, worker was talking about. And oh, I, just, I can't explain it. Like it's really hard to articulate because I guess she's always done that when she's left nursery for the day but there was something different about how she was yesterday and it was just precious like really really precious and it it was almost like I had like a proper toddler as opposed to like a and I don't know like an infant I don't know I don't know the terminology but I'm sure people can relate to what I'm what I'm saying anyway um, I just wanted to do a really quick little episode like super super short but just to kind of say hi, but also to touch on a topic that I feel really quite strongly about. And it's to second baby or to not second baby. That is the question. And I wanted to talk about my experience with going through this process, because I guess for me, it's not really been a process. And I just... I just wanted to be really candid in order to potentially give other people the space and the, I don't know, like the, whether confidence is the right word, that's not kind of what I'm saying. I think it's just sharing my experiences has been the key reason that I think people listen and come back to this podcast. Like I actually don't look at um, listening figures 
And then I was about to hit record today and I thought, Do you know what, I'm just going to have a quick look at the analytics. And sure, like the, the like people listening to this isn't significant, but I have a proportion of people that I know come back and listen to every single episode. And it's more people than I have spoken to about this podcast, if that makes sense. So I know that this is reaching people that I maybe know as friends, maybe maybe family, but definitely people that I don't necessarily know directly as well. And and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna speak, continue to speak my mind, continue to share candidly like my experiences and even just speaking out loud without really any don't know like direction of travel with the conversation and no real kind of like conclusion that I'm trying to reach sometimes I just think it's really refreshing to actually be able to listen to a podcast like this and just be like do you know what yeah I really relate to what she's saying or do you know what actually I feel quite differently about that but it just goes to show how everybody feels you know different things at different times so basically I just want to talk to you about to second baby or to not second baby and let's firstly just put cards on the table and be really clear that I am not sat here saying that to to decide to have a second baby is just like a flick of the switch but for so many different reasons but the one that I want to talk about is I completely and utterly appreciate that saying you want a second baby doesn't mean you have a second baby falling pregnant is hard like let's talk about the science very briefly and just acknowledge that actually this the stats around falling pregnant and now that I understand more about hormones and what needs to be in balance and all of that good stuff it is wild to to fall pregnant so I am not sat here saying that if I decided I wanted a second I could definitely have a second so let's just let's just be really clear about that 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 this isn't the conversation here the the conversation is if i decided that another child into the mix was right for us then we would go on and potentially try for another child so that that's you know that's what we're talking about here so let's just make it a really clean line around what we're saying and what we're not saying I have listened to this podcast from the beginning. I have not been shy in saying that I I didn't ever really know if I wanted to have children. You know, I went through these kind of moments where I was like, yeah, I think I do. And then actually, no. And then when you break up from like certain relationships where you think there might be momentum and then you're like, do you know what? I think I'm just going to focus on my career. And I was really kind of clear about that. And then me and Charles met and things just kind of progressed. And then when he was ill with his brain hemorrhage, um, which I think I've spoken about, I actually can't remember if I have, but Charles had a brain hemorrhage in 2000 and... Hmm. It's the year we got married, so I should know that. Coming up to three years ago, he had a brain hemorrhage about three years ago. And... When Charles was in intensive care, I remember getting this overwhelming like feeling that I just wanted to be pregnant with with his with his child. And I remember looking at him and he wasn't really conscious at the time. And I remember thinking, if if life decides that this is going to go a certain way, like I will be forever 
know, like I would forever regret not trying for a baby with this man. Um, and that was a real wake up moment for me where sometimes I think making the decision to have a child or to not have a child sometimes becomes so complex. It's like analysis paralysis because there's so many pros and there's so many cons. Like, let's just be real. There's so much that that goes into that decision making process. And sometimes it's really hard to make a decision because of those things. Um, and I think for for me having something so significant happen in life allowed me to be really like clear in what I really wanted. So yeah, I, I, I think that's the first thing, right? Like working out if you want children in the first instance is a really hard thing to do. And, and once we've made that decision, like we were really fortunate and yeah, things progressed as, as we hoped they would quicker than we expected definitely like that's not something I've been shy about either but anyway so deciding to have a child anyway was a big a big step forward for me and I think there were moments where I was like yeah you know we'll be a family and be a family of four like two children sounds like a great idea and I just kind of floated all these things around and and considered like potentially being a family of four like that came into the mix a few times and then when Ophelia arrived um, and I had that like real struggle at, at, at the start, uh, you know, and, and I think looking back, it's probably a combination of totally being underprepared, falling pregnant so quickly, um, being in a pandemic, like so many different contributing factors as to why my uh, postpartum period was particularly complex for me. And, and I'm not even sure you know, again, on reflection, whether I did tiptoe into PND, it's, it's something that I probably won't ever really try and tap into anymore, because I think I'm kind of over it now. And, you know, I, I don't intend to have more children. But yeah, I think all of those things then happened. And I quickly realised that I don't know if I have the capacity to be able to go through this again and so quite quickly I made a decision through and spoke to Charles about the decision that I didn't want any more children Um, and add into that another component which is falling pregnant and having a girl and again something that I shared quite early on was the acknowledgement that I really wanted a little girl and to have that kind of further solidified that I've kind of got everything that I could ever possibly possibly want and you know Ophelia is a really I mean obviously she's a really precious little girl but she is healthy she's happy she's everything that I could have ever possibly wished for and in my head I kind of sit back and think what would a second child bring to the mix and for some people that might be quite hard listening for some people they might think what the hell do you mean like what would they bring to the mix like what are you saying and I'm saying exactly that like what would another child bring to the mix for us as a family because if you're sat there and you're questioning whether it would be a positive or whether actually for you as a family unit 
this doesn't feel right. Like I, I need to go through that conversation with Charles. We need to have a really candid dialogue around what does having a second baby mean for us as a family. And for us, it doesn't mean better. For us, in fact, it means compromise and it means, um, I mean, compromise is a huge part of it, right? But it, but it means that and it, and it means um, like potentially stepping back from my career. Again, I, you know, this falls into the bracket of, of compromise, but let's just be a little bit clearer in those compromisable factors like stepping back from my career and um, compromising how much we can give to Ophelia from a financial perspective compromising how much we can give to Ophelia from a time perspective and listen if you're here and you have multiple children whether that be two or more this is not to call out that you aren't giving equal to each of your children it's not to call out that you don't have the capacity to do you know, what you want and need to do. Like having a bigger family to you might be absolutely everything. But I'm here sharing my story and telling you that any more children would not be better for us. In fact, more children for us would be the wrong decision. So when it comes to that question, to second child or to not second child, I'm here telling you that for us, to second child never really came into question. For us, having Ophelia as an only child, and let's be clear, only child, not lonely child, to have her as an only child, for us, means everything. It's everything that we could possibly wish for. It's everything that we want from a family dynamic. And being really comfortable with just having one child is a really happy place to be. And what I just want to say to people is I'm actually okay when people like ask, you know, why don't you, why don't you want a second child? Because I get that, you know, once you have one child, like typically it leans into the question around, does that mean there's more? So I'm not really offended when people ask that question because I don't think people are trying to be offensive, right? Like people are just trying to open up a, a conversation. So that's not something that necessarily bothers me personally. What does bother me is the additional piece of the conversation which says you will change your mind. Almost as if what I have with my daughter and everything that I've said around my reasoning for only one child is, is not enough and isn't acceptable to, um, to agree. So basically, I think the reason that I wanted to record this podcast is to say if you are a parent who only wants one child welcome to the gang and um, I hear you I see you and I I'm with you and and for those of you that do have multiple children like I I think it's brilliant that we all want different things from from like our family unit and we've all got different reasons as to why we want multiple children like that's fine but for anybody who's listening to this who thinks it's acceptable to assume that every single mum or you know parent or whatever wants more than one child for whatever reason that logic makes sense in your head may I just invite you to step back and suggest that you might have that logic very wrong and actually to, to probe people can actually be a really uncomfortable place for, for them to be so my call to action is to just ask if you can refrain 
from from probing people and suggesting that their decision might not be their decision like if you're struggling for conversation just just don't say anything like silence is cool you don't have to pro- progress the conversation um yeah this isn't a lecture <laughs> this isn't like a critique of anybody this is just again a candid conversation around the decisions that we made around to second child or to not second child and do you know what like the thought of just being ophelia's mum just ophelia's mum like i can't actually tell you the excitement that it gives me like my little girl just me and her and obviously my husband but just like just this little person oh my gosh like i can't tell you how lucky i feel to have that and have absolutely no intention to ever change my mind um sure like you could say never say never but i'm always pretty clear when i make a decision and yeah to second baby or to not second baby like me and my husband have our our place on that and i just wanted to share it with you all because sometimes we question our decision making and society sometimes makes us question our decision making um and sometimes society encourages like a norm and sometimes second children like fall into that equation like having multiple children fall into that equation again if you're listening to this and you have more than one child i am not saying you've had a child because it is the norm because it's what you know what's expected in society no never what i'm saying is the people that do think like that and and look at people with with one child in that way like just step back and just back off and just remember that everybody gets to make their own decisions and i am so privileged to have my little girl and i'm so happy with where we're at anyway sounded like a ramfy episode not intended whatsoever just wanted to share my thoughts on things um and yeah i guess just remind you all that everybody has their own way of doing life so i'm gonna wrap it up there i'm gonna probably see you or speak to you at some point in the not too distant future fingers crossed i hope you all have a lovely bank holiday weekend dependent on when you're listening to this i'm recording good friday gonna get it uploaded this afternoon um have a wonderful wonderful weekend a wonderful day remember you're acing it you're doing the best you can and thank you so much for listening to the podcast speak to you soon thank you so much for listening to this episode of the learning to mum podcast i hope you found it somewhat insightful or it gave you a little bit of insight into the reality of being a mum you might be able to hear ophelia in the background saying goodbye to If you want to hit subscribe, that would be really appreciated. And it'll mean that as new episodes are launched, they'll drop straight into your preferred listening. So I'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Bye.